value of ADUs, what this can look like and normalize this sort of lifestyle. We've had a lot of support for accessory dwelling units from neighborhoods. Um, we've had a lot of uh, support from uh, community organizations around accessory dwelling units. Um, you know, in recognizing the benefits of accessory dwelling units for all people within Louisville. ADUs can increase the availability of accessible and affordable housing, and everybody wins in the end. It's a win-win situation. This is the Fern Creek area. We're in the Adams Run neighborhood. All the neighbors are very nice. Yes. We've been here for 26 years of so my whole life. He's Max, watch football, movies. We try to enjoy our time around each other as much as we can. The original idea for this project was to build a little extension so we could have an outside sitting area for year round. But contractor kind of dashed those hopes. He gave us a good price and I Googled him. He has five stars. Uh, we asked him for his insurance and his license, which he did, he have it. He kind of mapped out the plan, which made us think he was a legit inspector. And at first everything seemed normal. They came out and they got the frame done really quickly. Then they got the roof on really quickly. We were waiting on the windows to come. We noticed the roof started to bow. When we started to kind of question him on that, he started to no-show, he started to not answer calls, texts. Um, and that's when we knew something was wrong. We need to know all the window sizes. I was scared to go to the permit office and bring an inspector here because I was afraid he's gonna tell me take all of it down. They need a more accurate site plan. Mm -hmm. Has that already been provided? We told her the whole situation. They came into our office and we pulled it up and sure enough there was no permit. We were able to come out, look at it to see what, what it was gonna take to see if we can salvage what was here. And he told us exactly what we need to do. When we first visited this, it looked like the whole roof was gonna to have to come off. Deep inside, I didn't trust any of them. Then we contacted Mark. Yeah, it was pretty scary. When I opened it, the whole window just bowed out. He just had a couple of nails on each side of the window, even holding the, a double window in. We do see this quite often. I hate it for the homeowner because it just costs them more. Contractor was able to save some of the material because they had a lot of money invested in this. My guys were actually afraid to get up on the roof to tear it down. We, we actually supported the roof while we were taking it off. He did an amazing job. He was here on time. He finished it like exactly how we wanted. We had to plumb all the walls because all the walls were either leaning out or in. Put headers above the windows, set the beam on.
30 seconds, Metro TV, 30 seconds. <coughs> the regular Louisville Council, Council Metro the regular Louisville Metro Council meeting of March 2nd, 2023 will please come to order. Please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. This meeting is being held pursuant to KRS 61.826 and Council Rule 5A. Madam Clerk, a roll call, please. Councilmember Hawkins. Present. Councilmember Shanklin. Present. Councilmember Rashad. Present. Councilmember Arthur. Present. Councilmember Purvis. Present. Councilmember Baker. Present. Councilmember McCraney. Here. Councilmember Owen. Here. Councilmember Mulvihill. Here. Councilmember Kramer. Here. Councilmember Blackwell. Councilmember Syme. Here. Councilmember Fowler. 
Uh, yes, I'm here. I'd like to explain um, my virtual meeting, if I may. Is that okay? Mr. President. Uh, you may. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I would be there tonight, but I had a, a sinus procedure today and unable to drive. So just want to make sure everybody knew that I wasn't shirking my duty. Thank you. <laughs> Councilmember Chapel. Here. Councilmember Reed. Here. President Winkler. Here. Councilmember Parker. Councilmember Piagentini. Councilmember Benson. Present. Councilmember Rui. Here. Councilmember Ingle. Present. Councilmember Hudson. Here. Councilmember Flood. Here. Councilmember Batshawn. Present. Councilmember Ackerson. Councilmember Blackwell. Mr. President, you have 23 and a quorum. Uh, Madam Clerk, please let the record reflect that Councilman Ackerson uh, and Blackwell both have excused absences, but both should be joining us later. So noted. Uh, colleagues, I'd like to start, if you haven't noticed, uh, we've been joined by somebody who's not regularly here. Scarlett, if you wanna stand up. Um, so this uh, is Scarlett Ann Etherly, and if that name sounds familiar, uh, it is because she's the daughter of none other than Kip Etherly. Uh, Scarlett is a fifth grader at St. Albert, the Great Pair School. She sings in the choir, has participated in flag football, basketball, soccer, and cross country. And she's currently running track and studying for the Governor's Cup Regionals this weekend. In her spare time, she enjoys Legos, baking. Uh, her specialty is strawberry cheesecake, which I am disappointed to report she did not bring uh, this evening. Um, and walking her dogs, Lucy and Scout. Uh, her dad would like her to continue the family tradition of being a Tennessee Volunteers fan, uh, but uh, she's pulling for Florida State, uh, and that's pro proving to be quite the obstacle. Uh, regardless of how that turns out, uh, both Kip and Candace are very proud of this young lady, and we're happy to have her join us tonight as the District 17 page. Scarlett, thanks for being here. Councilman Baker, I believe you have some special guests here you'd like to recognize. Absolutely, thank you, Chair. The floor is yours. Okay, all right. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, first, let me say thank you to everyone for coming, to the president and the council at large. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to take time to recognize this prestigious group behind me that has served the entire Louisville Metro and in particular, great work they continue to do in District 6 as well. As I look out at the representative of these historic organizations, I am overwhelmed by your strength, your beauty, and your tenacity. For those who do not know, the National Panhellenic Council, NPAC, also referred to as the Divine Nine, is the umbrella organization housing nine black Greek letter organizations and uh, with Louisville chapters in the trenches of progress for the black community of Louisville. This all started out 
from the need to promote brother and sisterhood after being denied equal rights. So what, was, what happened, they carved their own path with the aim to further the progress and plight of the entire community. The Divine Nine exists as a cooperative who strives to be inclusive community, dedicated to supporting and developing member organizations, individual members in the community at large through educational, social, and civic initiatives. I personally want to thank uh, uh, each and every organization represented here tonight, uh, along with my colleagues for being here. If possible, when each organization is called, I would like you to be to stand to be recognized for your community efforts. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, founding date, December 4th, 1906, whose aim is scholarship, manly deeds, and love for all mankind. Their motto is, first of all, service of all, we transcend all. Thank you for your signature programs, such as the Hope Breakfast, Alpha Academy, go to high school, go to college, and a voteless people is a hopeless people. We salute you. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, who we also have our caucus chair as a member of. <laughs> Founding date, January 15, 1908, whose principles are sisterhood, high scholarship, and ethical standards, alleviating problems for other women and service to all mankind. Motto is by culture and by merit. Thank you for a signature initiative such as strengthening our sisterhood, empowering our families, and uplifting our local community. We salute you. The Noops of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> Founding date, January 5th, 1911, whose motto is achievement in every field of human endeavor. Thank you for your signature programs such as Kappa League, who was recently honored by the mayor, and God Right. The Mighty Fuse of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> whose founding date is November 17, 1911. Whose principles are manhood, scholarship, perseverance, and upliftment. Motto, friendship is essential to the soul. Thank for, uh, for your signature programs as my brother uh, Councilman Rashad, such as Men of Quality and Randy's Kitchen. To the devastating divas of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, founding date, January 13, 1913, whose principles are scholarship, service, and sisterhood, whose motto is the intelligence is the torch of wisdom. Thank you for your signature programs that promote economic development, education development, physical, mental, and political awareness. To the illustrious brothers of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity. Go mom. And please bye. Founding, founding day, January 9th, 1914, whose principles are brotherhood, scholarship, and service, and whose motto is culture for service and service to humanity. Thank you for your signature program says his National Day of Service, Backpack Drives, Bigger Better Business, Social Action, Food Drives, and for all the good trouble. To the lovely sorors of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, whose founding date is January 16, 1920, whose principles are scholarship, service, sisterhood, and of course, finer womanhood, whose motto is community consciousness and action-oriented organizations. Thank you for your signature programs as Adopt the School, Autism Awareness, Elder Care, and Social Action. Thank you for your service.
to the ladies of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, whose founding date is November 12, 1922, principles of sisterhood, scholarship, and service, whose also model is greater service, greater progress. Thank you for your signature program, such as Women's Wellness Initiative, Project C Cradle Care, and Operation Big Book Bag. To the brothers of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated, whose founding date is September 19, 1963, whose principles are scholarship, leadership, citizenship, fidelity, and brotherhood among men, whose motto is building a tradition, not resting upon one. Thank you for your signature programs like I Shield and Good Health Wins. I salute you as I close in proclamation and honor. We are the Divine Nine, the courage of our past, the strength of our present, the hope of our future, of us becoming a true community. Thank you all for your service. So with this, <laughs> I got a little animated. But to each and every one of you, for time's sake, you will all get, each of your chapters, a proclamation here from uh, not only District 6, but the entire Louisville Metro Council to thank you for your commitment to service in District 6, of course, and the entire Louisville community. Thank you. So if you have a second, Councilman Rashad and Councilman McCraney, if you would like, I'd like to defer the floor to them in case they have a few words as well. Thank you all. I just want to say that I am so very honored, so very proud to be a part of NPHC and, of course, the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. But I want to bestow upon each of you a, a pen, a lapel pen from the Louisville Metro Council. So if one representative from each organization would please come forward. And as you come forward, I want you to individually, as you come forward, in order, Alpha Phi Alpha, AKA. <laughs> I, I want you to do your call as you come up and receive the pen. Alpha Phi Alpha. In order, y'all know who you are. <laughs> Come on, come next now. Uh, <laughs> yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you all. And Madam Clerk, please let the chair uh, let the record reflect that I've relinquished the chair to Councilwoman McCraney. Oh, I'm sorry. Let, we should do a photo. Yes. If you all want to, uh, my apologies, Council Baker. Again, thank you to everyone who came out. Also, thank Madam Clerk, let the record reflect that I am relinquishing the chair to Councilwoman McCraney. That I'm relinquishing the chair to Councilwoman McCraney. They had a deal today at the Derby. The weekend is always the weekend after Derby. We're first Saturday. You can pay it overtime tonight. Yeah. So.
Mr. President, you have the floor. Thank you. Uh, colleagues, we're getting double duty tonight. So um, I would uh, like to recognize Mr. Leroy Ford, who um, you probably read about in the news. Um, I'll read a proclamation, and then I'll talk about it in, in just a minute. So uh, to all whom these letters shall come, greetings. Know ye that the Louisville Metro Council, in spirit of in, in deep gratitude for his service to Louisville, honors Mr. Leroy Ford. Whereas on December 22nd, 2022, he was plowing roads and spreading salt during the blizzard conditions and sub-zero temperatures as part of his duties as an equipment operator for Louisville Metro Public Works. And whereas he was driving down six mile lane near Hikes Point when he noticed a car had slid off the road into a ditch where he found a father and daughter stranded, unable to communicate as the father could not speak English. And whereas he sprang into action protecting the family I should add, risking his own life uh, with his vehicle to ensure that other vehicles did not slide off into the ditch, as well as direct traffic until an EMS crew was able to arrive and take the family to safety. And whereas we recognize and honor him for going above and beyond his duty to exemplify a true public servant, putting his own well-being at risk to keep a citizen of Louisville safe. And whereas when re we recognize Mr. Leroy Ford for his heroic action, and thank him for his humble compassion, where he simply stated, I'm just doing my job, man. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Louisville Metro Council, we hereby confer and pay tribute to by way of this proclamation with all the rights, privileges, and responsibilities thereunto appertaining. In testimony, we have caused these letters to be made and the seal of the Metro government to be hereunto affixed, done in Louisville Metro City Hall within the Commonwealth of Kentucky this second day of March, 2023. Mr. Ford, thank you. And I just want to add, and I said this earlier when we were, were in the conference room, and I, I do think it's important to note, and, and I think I speak for, for all 26 of us when I say that, you know, a lot of times us or the mayor or the deputy mayor are the ones who are on TV or talking about the city, but the people who are doing the real work of city government are people like Mr. Ford. And we are grateful for your service. Uh, we're sorry that you don't get the recognition uh, that you deserve for coming in and, and serving the citizens of Louisville every single day. Um, and really are grateful for your actions on this day and every other day. Thank you. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we got this for you. We'd love yeah. to take a photo. Yeah, Madam Clerk, let the record reflect that I am relinquishing the chair back to the president. So noted. Madam Clerk, are there any addresses to council? Yes, sir, there is. There are. Let me remind those addressing the council to please refrain from using any profanity or making derogatory statements towards council members. Madam Clerk, please call them forward. 
Jared Randall. How y'all doing today? Um, I'm a firm believer. I live in the Tillerberry neighborhood. Uh, I'm a firm believer if you don't give kids something positive to do, uh, to find something negative to do, uh, especially if you got working parents and uh, uninvolved parents or whatever the issue is. Um, one of the, there's three things I'm trying to pitch as ideas. I'm just brainstorming. I'm not saying they're great ideas. I'm just trying for it. Uh, City Park Rangers. Uh, I was talking to one of the Gwens today. Uh, if you see them on the news uh, on Facebook, uh, if you ever see them on the news, they, uh, the, the, the husband always has the hat on, the Yankees hat on. Uh, I always remember that because my dad was a Yankees fan. Um, June 7, 20, 2021, there was 174 rounds fired at kids in a Louisville park. Um, in my neighborhood, there was a uh, guy uh, uh, shot walking his dog not too long ago uh, this year uh, in our park. Uh, just remember, uh, bullets don't know no color. I mean, I went to the, uh, the thing at, um, where they uh, had the remembrance thing, and there was white families and black families there. Uh, Midnight Basketball is a program that was pitched a long time ago. Uh, give kids something to do at that hour or like the community center by my house closes at 8 p.m. Uh, I got in contact with Corey Manit Goat this week. His uh, uncle was uh, uh, Earl Goat Manit Goat on Facebook, and he liked the idea too. Maybe somebody else could reach out to him and uh, look at that. Even if it's not 24-7 community center, give some kids something positive to do at that hour, especially in the summer when they're out of school. Uh, maybe it could just be a little bit later, maybe 10 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. Uh, public transportation, uh, just because you, uh, we can offer all the stuff in the, in, in the city of Louisville, but if you're in uh, one neighborhood and the kids or somebody can't get to it, then it's, it's kind of pointless. Um, like, uh, it takes like uh, two or three TARC buses to get to GE from my house. So there's a lot of people with disabilities and people without cars would like to have jobs and they can't. Um, it's just really hard. It takes an hour and a half to get the GE from my house. Um, just uh, also uh, the D6 and D3 rep. I uh, hope to meet you all soon at the uh, Taylor Berry meeting we're having this Tuesday. Uh, I was talking to David James about this this week. Maybe he got it fixed, maybe he didn't uh, at the mayor's side. But we have no computers at the South Louisville Community Center. If you want kids to work on homework, or uh, uh, fill out a resume, or somebody poor in the community fills out a resume, they can't do that, obviously, without computers and printers. That should be a basic thing, I think, and I hope you all can work on that for us, please. Thank you all for y'all's time. Thank you. Mr. President, that concludes the addresses to council. <clears throat> Next, we have approval of council minutes of the regular meeting of February 16th, 2023. Are there any corrections or deletions? May I have a motion and second for motion. approval? Motion. <laughs> Uh, motion by Councilman Reed, second by Councilman Piagentini. Uh, the minutes have been properly moved and seconded. All those in favor say aye. Uh, Any opposed? The ayes have it. Uh, these minutes are approved as written. Next, we have approval of the following committee minutes, all in 2023. Regular Committee of the Whole, February 16th. Regular Planning and Zoning Committee, February 21st. Regular Lab Labor and Economic Development Committee, February 21st. 
Regular Public Works Committee, February 21st. Regular Equity, Community Affairs, Housing, Health, and Education Committee, February 23rd. Regular Parks and Sustainability Committee, February 23rd. Regular Budget and Appropriations Committee, February 23rd. And Regular Committee on Committees, February 28th. Are there any corrections or deletions? May I have a motion and second for approval? Motion to approve. Um, motion by Councilman Hudson, second by Councilman Piagentini. Uh, these minutes have been properly moved and seconded. All those in favor say aye. aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. Madam Clerk, do we have any communications to the council? Yes, sir, we do. Please read those into the record. Uh, and yeah, please let the record reflect that we were joined by Councilman Ackerson some time ago. Dear President Winkler, in accordance- and, and sorry, and Councilman Blackwell some time ago. Yes, thank you, sir. Dear President Winkler, in accordance with the ordinance, I'm appointing and reappointing the following to the Louisville Downtown Management District Board. Matthew Cornell, a new appointment term expires February the 16th, 2026. Stephen Pazienza, a new appointment term expires March 23rd, 2026. Andy Trainen, a reappointment term expires 20th, March 23rd, 2026. Your prompt action on these appointments and reappointment is most appreciated. Sincerely, Greg Fisher, Mayor. Dear President Winkler, in accordance with the Kentucky Anna Works Greater Louisville Workforce Development Board Ordinance, I am appointing the following. Monica Collins, a new appointment term expires March the 13th, 2024. Your prompt action on this appointment is most appreciated. Sincerely, Greg Fisher, Mayor. Dear President Winkler, in accordance with the Land Bank or Authority Ordinance, I am appointing the following. Jacqueline Floyd, a new appointment term expires February the 28th, 2024. Your prompt action on this appointment is most appreciated. Sincerely, Greg Fisher, Mayor. I keep saying Greg Fisher. Oh my gosh. Please, Lord, forgive me. Um, Craig Greenberg has written all of these letters. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so used to that. Dear President Winkler, in accordance with the ordinance, I am appointing and reappointing the following to the new Lou Review Overlay District Committee to represent the Landmarks Commission and the Planning Commission. Douglas Owen, a new appointment term expires February the 26, 2026. Andrea Luego, a reappointment term term expires February the 26th, 2026. Your prompt action on this appointment and reappointment is most appreciated. Sincerely, Craig Greenberg, Mayor. Dear President Winkler, in accordance with the Louisville Regional Airport Authority Ordinance, I am reappointing the following. Dale Bowden, reappointment term expires July the 15th, 2027. Your prompt action on this reappointment is most appreciated. Sincerely, Greg, Craig Greenberg, Mayor. Read in full, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, those appointments needing council approval will be forwarded to the Government Oversight Audit and Appointments Committee. Our next order of business is the consent calendar. The consent calendar comprises items 19 through 24. Are there any additions or deletions? Madam Clerk, a second reading of these items, please. The following legislation was forwarded from the Budget and Appropriations Committee. Item 19, an ordinance amending ordinance number 083, series 2022, and ordinance number 084, 2022, relating to the fiscal year 2022-2023 operating and capital but capital budgets respectively by transferring $100,000 from the District 7 Neighborhood Development Fund to the District 7 Capital Infrastructure Fund. Item 20 is an ordinance appropriating $50,000 from District 2 Neighborhood Development Funds through the Office of Management Budget to the Jefferson County Public Education Foundation, Inc. for the repair of the Newburgh Middle School football field. The following legislation was forwarded from the Labor and Economic Development Committee. Item 21, a resolution approving and grant the granting of local incentives to LDG Multifamily LLC and any subsequent assignees or approved affiliates thereof pursuant to KRS Chapter 154, Subchapter 32. Item 22, a resolution approving the granting of local incentives to Aberspatcher North America, Inc., NKA, Perum Novi, Inc., and any subsequent assignees or approved affiliates thereof pursuant to KRS Chapter 154, Subchapter 32. Item 30, 
23, a resolution pursuant to the Capital and Operating Budget Ordinances approving the appropriation to fund the following non-competitively negotiated professional service contract for the Office of Safe and Healthy Neighborhoods concerning the Trauma Assistance and Management Program, Cross North Communities for Children, $307,478. The following legislation was forwarded from the Planning and Zoning Committee, Item 24, the, an ordinance relating to the closure of the unnamed alley adjacent to 739, 741, 743, 745, 747, and 749 South 23rd Street, and 2217, 2219, 2221, 2223, and 2225 Maple Street containing approximately 0.068 acres in Benin Louisville Metro. Case number 22 Street closure 0026, read in full. May I have a motion and second for approval. Second, second uh, Motion by Councilman Piacentini, second by Councilman McCraney. Uh, the consent calendar has been properly moved and seconded. Uh, it requires a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, please open the voting. And Madam Clerk, please call those online. Yep. Councilmember Arthur? Yes. Councilmember Fowler? I'm trying to find her. Yes. Sorry. Where is she? And Councilmember Ackerson? Yes. Voting is closing. Voting is closed. Mr. President, you have 24 yes votes. The consent calendar passes. The next item of business is old business. Madam Clerk, a reading of item 26. A resolution directing the council May, president. And a reading of item 26. Oh, I'm sorry. An ordinance amending Louisville Metro Code of Ordinances, LMCO Chapter 39, to require organizations receiving incentives, benefits, and contracts from Louisville Metro government to report instances of workplace sexual harassment and prohibiting those organizations from entering into certain types of non-disclosure agreements that are contrary to the public interest. Right in full. Motion, second. Councilman Piagini, second by Councilman Engel. Uh, is there any discussion, Councilman Arthur? Thank you, Mr. President. This is on old business so that we can add some technical changes from the Greater Louisville Inc., a local chamber of commerce. Assistant County Attorney Catherine Metter should be here to explain those changes. Catherine, sorry, Ms. Metter. Uh, Assistant County Attorney Catherine Metter. Uh, the changes were pretty... Uh, not, not a whole lot, it's just a lot of cleanup language, mostly technical. There were two substantive changes. One was to add a claim that an employee can voluntarily seek a settlement agreement under if they have a right to, or if they are making a claim. And um, a, the second change was clarifying that reporting only applies to empl employees who live in Louisville Metro. Any further, and could I just confirm that um, was amended in committee? No, so somebody needs to make an amendment. Motion. Second. Okay, properly mo moved and seconded. Uh, all those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Okay, the amended ordinance is before us. Is there any further discussion? And Councilman Mulvihill, I apologize for not properly recognizing you. Um, I misread. Yeah, and, and we spoke about it in the committee of the whole. This was unanimous out of committee, and it would have been on consent, except we did hear from a group for these last changes that, that took a place over the last two weeks. Thank you. Yeah, my apologies again. Any other discussion on this item? If not, it's an ordinance, requi ordinance requiring a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, please open the voting. Madam Clerk, please call those online. Councilmember Arthur? Yes. Councilmember Fowler? Yes. And Councilmember Ackerson? Yes. Mr. President, you have 24 yes votes. Okay, the ordinance is adopted.
Madam Clerk, a reading of item 20, uh, 27. 27. A resolution of the Louisville Metro Council <laughs> amending the Metro Council Employee Handbook to update the Metro Council social media policy as amended, read in full. We have a motion and a second. 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 Motion by Councilman Piagentini, second by Councilman Syme. Uh, Councilman McCraney, can you speak to this item? Thank you, Mr. President. This resolution updates the employee handbook to include the social media policy. In the past, Metro Council has operated on Metro IT's social media policy, which did not take into account the unique ways Metro Council members, their staff, and Metro Council staff as a whole use and manage their social media accounts. This policy will be written specifically for Metro Council and provides guidance for the proper use of social media accounts to ensure that Metro Council social media accounts are compliant with state laws on data, retention, and our ethics code. The policy also addresses the reality that many Metro Council accounts are forums for the public and for the public's use to engage with us and others and provides First Amendment protections for both Metro Council users and members of the public. We ask for your support. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? Okay. Uh, hearing none, this is a resolution allowing for a voice vote. All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Aye. Any opposed? The ayes have it. The resolution is adopted. Madam Clerk, a reading of item 28. An ordinance admitting ordinance number 168, series 2021, related to the second round of American Rescue Plan ARP local fiscal recovery by extending the time frame for the outdoor safe space LAT0050, expanding the authorization of funds for resources for those experiencing homelessness LAT0053, and, in, and to include a community care campus, and by expanding the extending the date for the implementation of certain public safety reforms, LAT0061, and amending ordinance number 197, series 2021, relating to the third round of the American Rescue Local Physical Recovery by accelerating the date for the full payment of public safety hiring incentive, LAT0069, as amended, read in full. I may have a motion and a second. Motion. Motion by Councilman Piagentini, second by Councilwoman Rui. Is there any discussion? Councilman Blackwell. Thank you, Mr. President. So this was amended in committee um, to um, uh, to change and um, and attach the amended schedule A, which is the second thing in your in your items. Uh, if you're looking at your um, the uh, the documentation, it's the second one. Attach amended schedule A to 23-23, um, and uh, essentially just changes for the most part. Just changes um, uh, some of the timelines that we had set in the original. Uh, ordinance. Is there any further discussion on this item? They're in the queue. Councilman Arthur. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with the administration this evening and we have some misalignment. Three of the four items that are being changed are okay to move forward, but one of those descriptions does not match the intentions. So I motion to strike section two, making section three the new section two and striking LAT-0061 so we can work with the mayor on what we're actually spending that on. Second. Okay, properly moved and second. Any discussion on the proposed amendment? Just, uh, just clarification, so it doesn't, I, I, 
not sure I understand what Council Monitor's concern is. I know that we're, he's asking to remove it, but it doesn't, I don't know what he means by it doesn't fit the intentions. Councilman Arthur, would you like to clarify? Absolutely. So when the director of the Louisville Accelerator team, Ken Hillebrand, came to the budget committee last week, he shared with us and it's written in the ordinance that it does four things. One, it extends the services for the safe outdoor space beyond that one year. Two, uh, we take some money and we move it around to make sure that we purchase that community care space for more shelters. Three, we extend the time for LMPD to spend their reform money. And four, it helps make sure that our public safety bonuses are legal with all of the ARP guidelines. But earlier today, the mayor announced some new investments in LMPD. Those investments included a wellness center, um, a new headquarters, public safety bonuses, and something about you know a narcotics tip line as well. Those investments uh, were said to be in the press release, and I confirmed with the mayor to be paid for with American Rescue Plan money. The project description does not mention those investments. They mention making sure that we pay for reforms from the Hillier Heinz report and recommendations from the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice has not given us recommendations yet, and the Hillier Heinz report does not outline what he announced today. In fact, LMPD has a dashboard for their reforms, and that dashboard does not have what he announced today. So that's an issue, and I want to make sure if we're going to spend the money on that, we actually put it in the ordinance. We talk with the administration to have an understanding of what we're putting the money into. Because right now, if we pass this, we're saying we're going to spend it on reforms, but we're not saying what those reforms are necessarily. And I would argue the reforms that were announced today are not reforms whatsoever. Those are capital projects that are not in any recommendation that we've received. Thank you. Councilman Blackwell, did I answer your question? It did indeed. Okay. Councilman Piagentini, did you have a comment? Yes, I do. Thank you, uh, Mr. President. Uh, I, I uh, I'm supporting this motion not because I don't support some of the things that the mayor announced today. For example, he announced uh, completing LMPD headquarters. I think that's critical. Uh, I, but I also agree with Councilman Arthur that we need to be super clear about how this is being done. And I will say, I'm not, I want to be super clear, not accusing this mayor with this, but we have had a problem with prior administrations making announcements or statements on spending dollars without having really transparently come through a committee, allowed us to digest it, debate it, and, and properly pass it. And um, I understand that's not what he's attempting to do, right? And I'm not saying that's what he's trying to do, but my understanding is there's nothing that's going to be hurt. We're passing the rest of the, the material that's in here. It's just this one line and frankly, they can have a, a new filing in, you know, I think it's 10 days from today, first reading and two weeks later it'll be approved. And if it's all in the up and up, I think it'll fly through. And, and again, I, I don't necessarily object with some of the mayor's priorities he announced. I think some of them are terrific. Uh, but we should be totally transparent and the budget ordinances should align to that. So I, I think it's a reasonable thing just to take the one out, uh, have the administration work with the budget chair, uh, Chair Blackwell, the vice chair, uh, Kramer and and the rest of council to make sure that's done properly. So that, that's why I'm supporting this amendment. Thank you. <coughs> Any further discussion? 
Okay, sorry, Councilwoman McCraney. Thank you, Mr. I President. You. May I ask Councilman Arthur a question? Councilman Arthur? You're gonna direct the question, and yes. Councilman Arthur, in your conversations today with the mayor's office, did they indicate that there is enough money to later come back for ARP funding to get those items funded, or did they suggest that there would be another pathway for payment of those things he announced? Well, that's kind of the issue. You know, we put aside 17.5 million for those reforms, and that announcement today talked about $14 million for this renovation. So $14 million for the renovation, a million and some change for the wellness center, that leaves us with very little for the reforms. And we have no idea what the Department of Justice is going to say to us as far as how much this thing will cost. We put that money aside for that, just to save it for when that, that report and that you know uh, decree comes down. So if we wanna take some of this money and use it for what he announced today, that's fine, but that's not what the ordinance currently says. And like Councilman Piagentini said, it's important that we're clear and we're transparent with the public about what we spend our money on. Thank you, that's why I asked the question because we can't assume that next week, if they put in a request, that that should automatically be approved. Although we all agree that what he would like to do is so, so important. But we have to be mindful of where we said those dollars should go. So I'm in agreement with that, thank you. And Councilman Blackwell. Yeah, I just have a question since um, Councilman Arthur has been in discussions with uh, the mayor's office over this one. So it seems to me, from my perspective, it seems to me it would make more sense and be more efficient just to send the whole thing back. Because if you if you move forward three out of the four and they send the other one back and they have to create another ordinance and then we have to have a reading for that and then we have to, so you know we're stretching that timeline out. It's, it seems to be, unless there's a reason not to, it seems to me to be more efficient just to send it back. But Councilman Arthur. So in my conversation, uh, of course, they want to move everything forward. He made that announcement earlier today. But the safe outdoor space, the shelter space, the public safety bonuses, I would think we would want to move those forward as soon as possible. And those are things that we are already aware of, that we've okayed in the committee, that the administration is supportive of. It's really just this piece that I'm trying to take out that we need to have more discussion about because the announcement today does not line up with the ordinance. And furthermore, the ordinance that we did approve, it does not line up with what we assume the intentions to be based on those reports. I even talked with the former budget chairman, uh, Bill Hollander, just to see if I missed something when we approved that money and we passed that money. And to his understanding, the announcement that came out today was never a part of the intentions of that 17.5 million. If we change our minds, okay, but let's at least talk about it and give the public some time to understand what we're spending their money on. But the other three pieces, we've already okayed. Those are outlined pretty clearly. Uh, this last piece is just what's missing from the ordinance. Okay with me, I don't feel strongly okay, any about other, it. Any other comments on the amendment? So ordinarily we, oh, I'm, uh, Councilman Owen, I'm sorry. Thank you, President Winkler. Um, I, 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 I'm in support of the amendment as well. I, I think we need to get everything aligned um, before we pass it all 
through. I, I was actually in attendance uh, today uh, at, the, at the mayor's announcement, and I appreciate what he's doing and am supportive of what he's doing, but I think it is important for, for Metro Hall and City Hall to, be, to make sure we're on the same page of how, how we're spending the money, so I'm in support of the amendment as well. Thank you. Now, seeing no one else queued in, ordinarily this would be a voice vote. We do have a potential abstention, so I'm going to call for a roll call vote on the amendment. So we are voting on the amendment only. Uh, Madam Clerk, please call those online. Councilmember Arthur? Yes. Councilmember Fowler? Yes. And Councilmember Ackerson? Yes. Councilman Baker, uh, would you like to explain your abstention, please? Thank you, Chair. Uh, my parents' church is in close proximity to the project, and me not knowing what it's going to affect with uh, their property values and, and whatever return of investment, I think it's just best for me to abstain, so I will not be participating in voting, neither discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the amended ordinance is now before us. Any discussion? Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Chair, you have 24 yes oh, votes sorry, and one yes, abstention. The amendment sorry. passes. <laughs> okay. uh, the amended ordinance is before us. Any discussion on the amended ordinance? I'm just going to put one. Seeing none, uh, Madam Clerk, please open the voting. Council Member Arthur? Yes. Council Member Fowler? Yes. And Council Member Ackerson? Yes. Mr. President, you have 24 uh, yes. Can we get Council Baker, I know you just did it, but can you please uh, describe your abstention? Uh, again, uh, my parents' uh, church, my father is the pastor of the church that's in close proximity to this project, not knowing what it will do to property values and other uh, return of investments. I think it's best for me to abstain from any vote or discussion on this project. Mr. President, you have 24 yes votes and one abstention. The ordinance passes. Madam Clerk, a reading of item 29. An ordinance appropriating $5,250 from neighborhood development funds in the following manner. $2,000 from District 2 and $4,000, or $2,000 from District 2 and 4, $1,000 from District 19, and $250 from District 14 through the Office of Management and Budget to Mental Health Lou and You, Inc. for speakers and personnel costs for its mental health series held in libraries within Louisville Metro, as amended, read in full. Can I get a motion and a second, please? Second. Uh, motion by Councilman Engel, second by Councilman Syme. Uh, any discussion, Councilman Blackwell? Thank you, Mr. President. This was amended in committee to add additional sponsors. Uh, the requested amount is $10,000, and we're at 5250 right now. Uh, the primary sponsor is Councilwoman Shanklin. She may want to speak to it. Councilman Shanklin. Thank you, Dr. Greenwell. I mean, Black. Oh, uh, what's his name? Black said Greenwell. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Mr. President. Uh, this was left over from Cassie, uh, Councilwoman Cassie Armstrong, and I think they filed it in December, and nobody was there to work with it, so they gave it to my office. And they were asking for $2,000 from district for districts that have libraries and it was two four fifty let me see eighteen fifteen and eight so they were asking for two thousand dollars for all of those uh 
25 and 15. And so in anyone that's close to the zip code of 4220, 4218, 4223, 4222, and 4203. We're asking if you want to give funding towards this mental health program, but the ones that I, I mentioned, they are the ones that have libraries in their district. And they're asking for $2,000 from each one of those districts. And so far, we got 2,000 from two and four, and I think uh, 19 gave 1,000. And uh, 14 gave 250. So if you have a library and you want to give 2,000 towards this mental health program in your district or close to your district, they're asking for funding. Uh, Councilman Arthur. Peace. I know in the budget committee we were asking about the specific library locations. Did we ever find that out? Because we have Western and Maine. But they only asked for funding for 2, 4, 18, 25, and 8, I think. I've got it written down on a piece of tissue, so it's hard to see. <laughs> Under, understood. I was just wondering if we knew which uh, branch they were going to take the program to in District 4. Well, they're only going to do seven districts, he said. Seven libraries. Seven libraries and two of them downtown. So this was not my ordinance. This was someone else's that was just given to me. So Understood. Okay. Well, shout out to the Louisville Free Public Library, the best in the world. I strongly encourage folks to support this. We could never have enough mental health resources. Thank you. Thank you. Councilman Benson. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I, uh, uh, I'll give $500 to two and four to help out with the mental illness. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Councilman Benson, just for clarity, is it $500 each or $500 total? Yeah, let's make it 500 for each. Okay, thank you. Okay. So, yes, 1000 Uh Councilman Batchen. Yeah, thank you, uh, Mr. President. Uh, thank you, uh, Councilwoman Shanklin. Um, I'm just, I'm happy to help contribute to this. Um, I think I just want to understand a little bit more about what it is I didn't see this um, request in advance. So, um, I'd be happy to contribute the $2,000 request um, in lieu of learning a little bit more about the program. Again, I have no idea. This was just dumped on me after Cassie left. So I'm just, I'm just the messenger. So if you want to give $2,000, hey, <laughs> the library will be glad to get it. If you mind, thank you. Um, with that being said, is there any way we can have maybe table this and have some more discussion in regards to it to, to clarify and then um, get some clear context of where it's all going so we can get the funds properly associated. And so I don't know if you're making a motion, but I think Councilwoman Flood has her hand up, so you may not want to make a motion, but are you? Uh, Council Council Councilwoman Flood? I'm assuming you're not making a motion. Uh, Councilman Flood. Yes. Director Burns sent out an email earlier and it says it's Mind Body Wellness Series and it's going to be at the Southwest Regional Library, the Northeast Regional Library, the Main Library, the Newburg Library, the Western Library, and the Bon Air Library. Bon Air, excuse me. Bon Air Library. Those are the. You're not with 
places that are going to have this um, wellness series. Thank you, Councilwoman. Thank you, Councilwoman, um, Councilwoman Flood. Um, I will support it in the $2,000 request. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, next in the queue is me. Uh, $1,000 from District 17. Councilman Piagentini. Uh, I'm gonna withdraw, see how the rest of this plays out, and then see if we need to help out anymore. Thank you. Okay, uh, Councilwoman Parker. Um, sir, can I just let you know, there $750 is what remains. Okay, so, you know, you got a lot of people behind you, so, you know, $750 is all that's remaining. Councilwoman Parker. Yes, Councilwoman Parker will give 500 I'd give more, but I may be helping them out with security cameras. So. Uh, Councilman Reed. <clears throat> if I can do this without croaking, uh, $250 will make up the difference with District 60. Thank you. Uh, and Councilman Mulvihill, assuming it's moot. Take two. Okay. Uh, so, Madam Clerk, can I get uh, the <coughs> new amended ordinance? Yes, sir. The, the total is now $10,000. Okay. Second by Councilman Piagentini. Second. Kramer. Uh, second by Councilman Kramer. All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Aye. The amended ordinance is before us. It requires <laughs> a roll call vote. Uh, Madam Clerk, please open the voting. Councilmember Arthur? Yes. Councilmember Fowler? <clears throat> yes. Councilmember Ackerson. Yes. Mr. Uh, President, go ahead. Mr. President, you have 24 yes votes. The ordinance is adopted. Madam Clerk, a reading of item 30. Mr. President, yes. can I just say thank you? I'm sorry I didn't know a lot about this, but I'm glad we were able to get the $10,000. Appreciate you stepping in for Councilwoman Chambers Armstrong. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Madam Clerk, a reading of item 30. An ordinance relating to the zoning of the zoning of and alternative plan for connectivity for properties located at 4700 South Hurstbourne Parkway and parcel ID numbers 00440513000 and 00440468000 containing approximately 19.70 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 0012 amendment by substitution read in full. Thank you. May I have a motion and a second. Second. Motion by Councilman Piagentini, second by Councilman Syme. Uh, Madam Chair Flood, I believe you have a comment. Yes, thank you, Mr. President. Um, I'm going to do just like I did in committee. I will turn this over to my vice chair, Councilman Scott Reed, um, because this a piece of the property that's involved in the next two cases is on a piece is listed as owned by the Roman Catholic Bishop of Louisville. And since I'm on the um, board for Catholic Charities, who uh, is led by uh, the Archbishop of Louisville, I am going to leave the room and not participate whatsoever. So I will be signing out and turning it over to Councilman Scott Reed. Okay. Thank you, Chairman Flood. We'll come get you in a couple ordinances. So, um, Councilman Reed. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, yes, this uh, sailed through committee uh, with the unanimous vote. And I believe this is in Councilman uh, Brent Ackerson's district. And I saw him up there just a second ago. If you would like to comment. Only to say that I'm supportive of, of the ordinance. Okay. Thank you. Is there any further comments? Seeing none, this is an ordinance requi oh, 
Oh, I'm sorry, Councilman Blackwell. Thank you. I, I'm just I'm trying to look and see what part of um, what part of this is owned by the archdiocese, and so was her abstention. Now she just walked out though, so but, but you might know. Was her abstention because it's being purchased by Catholic Charities or because I think it's, it's because owned. she's on the board. Was right. her specific concern? But Catholic Charities isn't purchasing the land. It's it's just they are. It's the archdiocese is selling part of this. Is that correct? Yeah, Councilman Engel. So it's part of it's name. part of the old St. Gabriel's. It, or, I mean, sale. part of a piece that St. Gabriel owns. It, that's, that's correct. Okay, or at least part of it is. That's correct. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, I probably should have seen as well. Okay. If seeing no other discussion, this is an ordinance calling for a roll call vote, Madam Clerk. Councilmember <coughs> Arthur. Yes. Councilmember Fowler. Yes. And Council Member Ackerson. Yes. Council, sorry, Council Blackwell, you want to explain your abstention? Yes, I, I'm abstaining because I'm an employee of the Archdiocese, and so I want to, to abstain. Um, have nothing to do with this project, but staying out of an abundance of caution. Mr. President, you have 23 yes votes and one abstention. The item passes. Madam Clerk, a reading of item 31. In order to relate to the zoning of property located at 4900 South Hurstbourne Parkway, 5119 and 5201 Bargetown Road, and parcel ID numbers 0050270000 and 0050027100000, containing approximately 28.42 acres and being in Louisville Metro, case number 22, zone 0076, amendment by substitution, read in full. Councilman approved. Oh, thank you. Motion by Councilman Engel, second by Councilman Piagentini. The item is before us. Councilman Reed. Thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. President. Yes, uh, this is a companion piece to uh, item number 30. And again, this one is in uh, Councilman Ackerson's district, if you would like to comment. Only that I'm supportive of the ordinance. Okay, seeing no further discussion, uh, Madam Clerk, please, uh, this is an item requiring a roll call vote. Madam Clerk, please open the voting. Councilmember Arthur? Yes. <coughs> Can you open it back up? Councilmember Fowler? Yes. Councilmember Ackerson? Yes. Uh, Councilman Blackwell? Yes, for the same reason, um, don't have anything to do with this project, but I am an employee of the Archdiocese, so abstain out of an abundance of caution. Mr. President, you have 22 yes votes and one abstention. Thank you. The item passes. The next item of business is new business. As you leave the chambers, please do so quietly so the clerk may read new business. I would ask those council members that wish to make any announcements, please remain in the chambers and request to speak on your system under announcements. Uh, new business comprises items 32 through 41. Will the clerk please read those items and their committee assignments, please? The following legislation was assigned to the Budget Appropriations Committee. Item 32, an ordinance appropriating $6,330 from District 6 Neighborhood Development Funds through Metro Parks to lose it landscaping for beautification and landscaping projects in District 6. The following legislation was assigned to Government Oversight Audit and 
Appointments Committee. Item 33, an ordinance amending Chapter 21 of the Louisville Metro Code of Ordinance LMCO relating to the Louisville Justin County Metro Ethics Commission's implementing of lobbying ordinance. The following legislation was assigned to the Planning and Zoning Committee. Item 34, the ordinance related to the zoning properties located at 768, 810, 850 Barrett Avenue and 1235 East Breckenridge Street contained approximately 9.67 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 0138. Item 35, an ordinance relating to the planning development option of pattern book for property located at 814 Vine Street containing approximately 2.1014 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22DDP0116. Item 36, an ordinance relating to the closure of the portion of East Washington Street adjacent to the I-64 ramp containing approximately 0.08 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 Street. Street closure 0023. Item 37, an ordinance relating to the zoning of property located 1239 South Clay Street containing approximately 0.09978 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 00114. Item 38, an ordinance relating to the zoning of property located 4500 South First One Park containing approximately 0.92 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 0125. Item 39, an ordinance relating to zoning property located at 10001 Vistage Hills Boulevard containing approximately 1.022 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 0121. Item 40, an ordinance relating to the zoning of properties located at 7717 and 7721 Street St. Andrews Road containing approximately 1.97 acres and being in Louisville Metro case number 22 zone 0111. The following legislation was assigned to the Public Safety Committee. Item 41, a resolution calling on the Kentucky General Assembly to enact House Bill 325 and the Senate Bill 168 empowering Louisville Justin County Metro government to permanently destroy abandoned com confiscated four for firearms in its custody. Ready in full? Thank you. Next we have announcements. Seeing no announcements. That concludes our meeting. Our next council meeting is scheduled for Thursday, March 16th at 6 p.m. with no further business to discuss. And without objection, we stand adjourned.